Welcome to Socialist Revolution Podcast. Today, we'll hear from Karen Campos on the Ni Una Menos movement and the fight against femicides and gender violence in Mexico. America will never be a socialist country. Attitudes are changing towards socialism. We believe the only solution is the establishment of a workers' government on a socialist program. Over the past several years, Mexico has seen a huge increase in cases of violence against women and femicides, with hundreds of women and girls killed every single year. We brought in Karen Campos to speak on this topic at our recent online Marxist school. Karen is an organizer with the IMT in Mexico, which is called La Izquierda Socialista, and she also coordinates the work of the Front of Revolutionary Women. She explains that the rise of femicides and women's violence in Mexico and around the world is evidence of a sick, oppressive system that needs to be totally transformed through united class struggle. Well, uh, good afternoon, comrades. Uh, first, I would like to, uh, to thank uh, the Comrades of Socialist uh, Revolution for the invitation to participate in this event. Um, Mexico is a country that uh, has been uh, swept by a wave of uh, violence, um, the news of, of murders, uh, disappearance, uh, shootings, uh, etc., uh, have uh, become uh, very common for, for us. Uh, this daily news can't uh, surprise us anymore because uh, we have assumed this as, uh, as our daily uh, reality. Um, and uh, this wave of uh, violence has uh, mainly uh, affected the most uh, vulnerable uh, sectors of the population, uh, such as uh, children and, and women. And uh, in this uh, lead off, uh, we will talk about uh, the phenomenon of uh, femi femicides. I will uh, begin uh, by uh, defining uh, the term of uh, femi femicide. And uh, this is uh, the violent death of women for gender reasons. Uh, this is uh, considered the, the most extreme form of violence against women. And this crime is uh, typified in the uh, Federal Criminal Code, which established that uh, whoever deprives uh, a woman uh, of her life for gender reasons uh, commits the crime of femicide. And it is uh, considered that uh, there are uh, gender reasons when uh, any of the following uh, circumstances uh, are involved. Um, if the victim shows uh, things, uh, signs of uh, sexual violence of any kind, uh, if the victim uh, has been uh, inflicted uh, with uh, degraded injuries or mutilations before or after uh, the deprivation of life or acts or ne of necrophilia, if there is uh, evidence of a history of uh, any type of violence within uh, the family, work, or school uh, environment uh, of the uh, perpetrator against the victim, uh, if there has existed uh, between uh, the perpetrator and the victim a sentimental, affective, or trustful uh, relationship, if uh, there is uh, evidence that uh, 
established that uh, there were uh, threats um, related to the criminal act, uh, harassment or injuries of the perpetrator against the victim. Uh, if the victim uh, has been uh, held incommunicado at, at some point uh, prior to the uh, to the murder, or if the body of the victim is uh, exhibited in a in a public uh, place. So, as we can uh, see, it is a, a crime that uh, denigrates, exposes, and seeks to uh, to demean a woman, uh, even after having been murdered. And this crime was uh, enshrined in law in June uh, two thousand and twelve. Uh, when the Federal Crime Code uh, was uh, reformed with uh, the inclusion of the aforementioned uh, def definition. Uh, however, uh, femicides uh, have existed, uh, existed for uh, a long uh, time. According to the Mexican Commission of, um, uh, for, the defense and, uh, for the Defense and Promotion of Human Rights, uh, the increase in violence against uh, women uh, became uh, notorious in 1989. But in 1993, uh, the situation became uh, unmanageable uh, in Ciudad Juarez, Chihuahua, uh, and uh, this is a city on the border with the United States. Uh, this is where the phenomenon known as Las Muertas de Juarez uh, began, uh, when at least uh, 1,530 uh, women were murdered between um, 1993 and 2014. But uh, who were these women? Ciudad Juarez is uh, adjacent to El Paso, Texas. Uh, it is also a, a strategic international crossing point uh, with a population of uh, 1.5 million inhabitants. Uh, in the 80s, it had an um, unprecedented development in the maquiladora manufacturing uh, industry who offer uh, uh, jobs to a large number of women. However, these are uh, precarious jobs with very low wages and uh, with a little opportunity to organize outside the, the Charros Union. Uh, the Charros Unions are a uh, corporativist, uh, yellow unions. Um, they are uh, allied with the bosses or, or with the states. These are the, the Charros uh, Union for us. So um, as we can see uh, under these uh, conditions of uh, vulnerability, uh, women workers in the maquila uh, uh, were a target for uh, femicide violence. The vast majority of uh, women uh, until this day are missing. Other, uh, their bodies uh, have been uh, found in, in a suburb of the city, uh, raped, uh, mutilated or burned. And many theories have been uh, developed uh, about uh, uh, who were the responsible of, uh, for the disappearance and murders of women in, in Juarez. Uh, the, the authorities pointed to the possibility of a serial killer, uh, organ trafficking, uh, organized crime, among uh, other uh, theories. However, uh, was, they are uh, only that uh, theories because the Mexican state could never find the, the culprits or uh, stop uh, the femicides in Juarez. Quite the opposite, uh, because uh, this uh, phenomenon uh, that uh, seemed to be located uh, only in a northern state of the of the country uh, has spread uh, throughout the Mexican territory, uh, converting Mexico in the country that tops the ranking in femicides in Latin America. From uh, January to June uh, 2020, 489 uh, femicides have been committed. 
An average of 10.3 women are a murder a day and the numbers are increasing. Uh, not even the pandemic has been uh, able to stop a femicide a, a wave that uh, is uh, hitting our country. Uh, it is uh, undeniable that uh, there is a trigger factor for the increase in generalized uh, violence, the so-called uh, war on drugs, launched by Felipe Calderón during uh, his administration, which, uh, according to official figures, uh, left more than 104,000 dead and more than 14,000 missing persons. Uh, awarded uh, begins uh, begins in the in the middle of a great social uh, struggle against the electoral fraud that uh, led Calderon to the uh, to the presidency, and uh, that was uh, not a, a simple uh, war against uh, drug trafficking, uh, but was the means to uh, to justify the the repression, murder, and disappearance of, of social leaders who were uh, organized to uh, to fight against the the attacks of the state. A human rights defenders and also a journalist. So uh, this war uh, led to the militarization of the country and continued uh, during Peña Nieto's uh, administration where more murders and forced uh, disappearance were uh, added, like the case of, of the 43 students of, of Ayotzinapa. Uh, well, finally, uh, the war on drugs only uh, showed the, the degree of, of corruption that uh, exists in the police and the, and the army, because uh, although some important leaders were uh, captured, the structure of the organized crime uh, is still intact. So uh, in some way, uh, we can affirm that uh, the war on drugs was uh, rather a war against uh, organized people. Uh, it was the way to take the army to the street to control protests and uh, the, the social organization of the present. Uh, so uh, leaving as, as a consequence a terrible social decomposition where women and, and Jude were uh, the taking uh, end. Uh, there have been uh, decades of attacks on the quality of life of the workers uh, for the benefit of a big uh, uh, business. So uh, poverty and marginalization have uh, increased. In the same way, uh, there is a lack of uh, decent uh, jobs. For example, in Mexico, uh, six out of uh, 10 workers belong to the informal sector. That means 57% uh, of the total workers in the country uh, do not enjoy any social security, uh, retirement funds, or basic uh, labor rights. And uh, this situation has uh, created the, the necessity, the necessary conditions uh, for the development of barbarism. Um, the bourgeoisie talks uh, about the loss of values and um, and the need to re-educate the population to avoid the increase in violence. But uh, this is uh, this is not possible because of the material conditions of the daily life of the working class. So uh, these conditions have to improve. But the problem is that the capitalists uh, will have to sacrifice their profits to improve the quality of life of the working class. And they are uh, unwilling to, to do it, uh, even uh, as this uh, country has become a, a mass grave. So uh, under these uh, barbaric conditions where uh, the strongest uh, survives, it is the, uh, the drugs cartels that uh, control and take over the role of the state so they can impose uh, their will on the institutions, on society, on the family, on the couples, and, and, and etc. 
um, and it is uh, not only uh, the machismo that uh, has uh, caused uh, all this uh, deformation, uh, it is a, a disease that uh, has uh, infected all, all layers of, of society and uh, as women, children and young people are the most helpless uh, and they are uh, the ones who pay uh, with blood this uh, brutality and uh, hatred uh, generated by uh, the extreme inequality uh, generated by a, a decadent and rotten uh, system. So this is the, the daily reality for, uh, for Mexican women. Every day uh, we go out to the, uh, to the streets uh, without the certainty of uh, return, returning home alive. And uh, this is an, an unbearable uh, situation, which, uh, which has uh, awakened uh, a powerful women's uh, movement, which uh, has uh, repeatedly uh, taken the streets in massive protest against uh, violence and femicides, such as on uh, March 8th, on the International uh, Working uh, Women's Day. Um, official figures uh, indicate uh, that uh, 80,000 women attended to the demonstration, but it, this is a complete lie uh, because uh, there were around uh, 250,000 women in the streets in, in Mexico City shouting the, the slogan, we want each other alive, free and without free, uh, fear, uh, not one else. And a similar situation, uh, there were uh, numerous uh, demonstrations in the different uh, state uh, capitals of the country, displaying uh, a great strength uh, of the movement. Uh, well, uh, along with, uh, with the rise of the uh, women's movement, uh, feminist uh, tendencies uh, have uh, grown uh, strong, uh, claiming their authority over uh, women's demonstrations. Uh, they have uh, tried to uh, to impose their uh, separatist uh, policies, although the movement is so broad that uh, these practices tend to be uh, overcome. Uh, well, uh, however, uh, feminist uh, politics uh, exert an influence on the most organized uh, sectors, such as universities, where, uh, as we mentioned, uh, violence against uh, women has uh, permeated uh, practically, practically in all uh, places included uh, those that are uh, regarded as uh, safe uh, spaces. Femicides and rapes uh, have uh, taken place within the premises of universities. Uh, one of the most infamous uh, cases of this uh, violence was uh, the femicide of Lesbi Berlin Osorio inside uh, the campus of UNAM. Uh, Another uh, such case is the uh, femicide of Maria de Jesus uh, by an, a National Polytechnic Institute uh, professor. And we are talking that these are uh, two of the most important universities in the country. Uh, all this has uh, raised the, uh, the awareness of the, of the students who uh, have uh, denounced the, uh, the open uh, secret of harassment and violence inside the universities. Uh, well, uh, nature uh, abhors uh, vacuums, and in the absence of, um, of solutions and a clear plan for a struggle, the movement uh, has uh, adopted uh, feminist practices because uh, they are in some uh, way uh, the most uh, radical and they uh, offer a specific alternative for the uh, struggle of women. But uh, the question here is, um, are all feminist uh, practices really correct? I think that the answer is no. 
because uh, the policies of, of feminism are uh, based on the uh, uh, proposition that uh, there is an uh, irreconcilable uh, antagonism uh, between the sexes since uh, it, it uh, claims that uh, the origin of the women's oppression is uh, the patriarchy. Therefore, uh, its struggle focuses on the destruction of the domination of men uh, uh, on men uh, towards women, uh, the destruction of the patriarchy, which uh, places uh, the gender question above all else. On the basis of this uh, position, uh, you have a place in the movement by the uh, by the simple fact of uh, being a woman. Even you are a bourgeois woman and an exploiter of, of women of the oppressed uh, oppressed classes. So uh, this uh, vision is actually uh, very uh, lim uh, limited and uh, mistaken because uh, it focuses its uh, forces against man, generating um, artificial divisions within the working class losing a side of a uh, class antagonisms where uh, the interests of the bourgeois uh, women are uh, completely different from the interests of the working class women because uh, while bourgeois women uh, seek to achieve spices uh, uh, spaces of um, of male uh, domination to obtain the same uh, profits from the exploitation of the labor of the working class the women workers fight for a basic uh, democratic rights. We fight to eradicate inequality and poverty. Uh, we fight to eliminate violence against women. We fight uh, for the emancipation of women and our class. And, and we fight uh, uh, against the, the system of, of capitalist accumulation. So uh, the practice uh, of uh, putting gender above class, uh, this uh, separatist um, practice is completely reactionary and harmful to the struggle of women for their emancipation. Uh, an example of this uh, question um, happened in, in September here in Mexico uh, when uh, organizations of, of parents of uh, femicide victims uh, and forced uh, disappearance took uh, the building of the National Human Rights Commission in a protest against the ineffectiveness of the authorities. And uh, subsequently, the feminist sector of the Black Bloc uh, joined to the occupation with the intention of, of uh, turning this uh, building into a refugee for relatives and victims of uh, violence. But uh, this has not been the case uh, because an attempt was made to impose the, uh, the separatist, uh, separatist practice in, in this space of a struggle where uh, there are also men, fathers, brothers uh, looking for their relatives and uh, or asking for uh, for justice uh, for their victims. Uh, so this uh, caused uh, an, an internal rupture between the feminists of the Black Bloc and the relatives organizations. Uh, also the uh, bureaucratic and dictatorial uh, uh, attitude of a leader of the organization, uh, Niuna Menos, uh, whose impositions collide with the um, with the horizontally uh, of a uh, feminist. So um, this ended in a in a break with the organizations of uh, family members who left the building to uh, to continue their uh, their struggle by uh, other means, uh, leaving the uh, the feminist alone and um, isolated. Uh, this separatist policy not only insulated them, but uh, allowed the, the, the entire of uh, right-wing uh, sectors 
as they uh, receive big uh, money donations from a uh, progressive um, women from uh, certain foundations such as uh, Sherry Blair, known for uh, receiving funding from the United States Agency International Development, which uh, has been uh, denounced uh, for uh, financing uh, various uh, groups and organizations in Latin America with the aim to destabilizing de uh, governments uh, that are uh, uncom uncomfortable for the U.S. imperialism. Um, also, uh, women from the PRI, the Institutional Revolutionary Party, uh, were also participating here, uh, showing an uh, hypocritical interest in fighting uh, against uh, the women uh, violence that uh, they themselves provoked during their more than 80 years of government. So it is clear that uh, separatism uh, allow, uh, allows the, uh, the entry of a uh, right-wing uh, women and rejects uh, men of our class who fight against femicides. Uh, well, now the, uh, the building of National Human Rights Commission is still occupied, but uh, what uh, could uh, become a center of organization, a struggle and resistance uh, on a national level is now a kind of um, cultural center where uh, they give classes of how to make uh, dream catchers and hoods to cover their faces in demonstrations. Uh, so there is no plan or a clear uh, political idea. Their sectarian methods uh, will greet uh, the, uh, the occupations. Well, uh, now uh, let's uh, analyze a bit uh, the issue of uh, harassment, uh, the Me Too movement, and the call-out uh, call culture. Uh, well, the, the Me Too movement arises as uh, a way of a uh, complaint uh, between uh, the film industry, where uh, Hollywood uh, actresses uh, denounced uh, sexual harassment and violence against uh, producers and uh, magnets of, of this industry. Um, well, then uh, this uh, kind of complaint uh, spread uh, throughout the world, and Mexico was not the exception. Uh, this uh, anonymous complaint uh, strategy was a, a turning point with uh, regards to uh, the visibility of harassment, uh, since um, complaints were uh, filed in work centers, schools, in institutions, uh, etc. In addition to the, uh, to the complaints in social media, uh, it became uh, popular to set up a public uh, complaint uh, stalls in schools and universities, where a problem that uh, for generations women suffered in school uh, became uh, visible. Although it is a step forward to recognize the, the existence of uh, harassment and violence, uh, although it is uh, progressive that a woman uh, lose uh, the fear of speaking out, the question is, uh, what is next to, uh, to combat uh, the practice of, of harassment? And, and this is where we have another fundamental difference with the feminist movement. For uh, many groups, the, the, solution, the solution is to uh, publicly shame and punish uh, individuals uh, by uh, the lynching of the macho men, uh, something like that. Uh, however, this um, does not uh, generate a process of collective uh, consciousness. Uh, rather, this uh, it, it tries from uh, the individuality of the action to uh, separate uh, a rotten and violent uh, element from uh, society. 
so the problem is that uh, violence and uh, harassment are not uh, individual or isolated problems. It is a structural uh, social problem. So uh, eliminated one, uh, uh, two or, or 10 uh, people from the social scene will not uh, generate a, a radical change, uh, nor uh, will it be uh, the way to eradicate uh, violence. Uh, however, uh, a process of, of uh, making violence uh, visible uh, added to, uh, uh, to the collective and permanent uh, women's uh, organization and their classmates can generate uh, changes. Uh, for example, in uh, 2018, uh, McDonald's employees in 10 uh, cities in the United States uh, went on a strike uh, against harassment and violence. And they uh, form uh, women's committees uh, in the in the workplace and uh, reach to the to the unions in a clear uh, process of collective organization of all workers, men and women and women uh, united to eradicate uh, violence in their workplace. In Mexico, uh, a similar uh, situation uh, happened uh, with the Me Too periodistas and uh, Me Too journalists. Uh, they uh, received uh, more than uh, 350 uh, complaints against uh, photographers, editorial uh, directors, etc. But uh, this uh, wasn't a stay uh, just in an anonymous complaint. The journalists began an organizing, uh, organizing a process to start a, a trial against uh, uh, the, the accused and uh, thus uh, achieve uh, the dismissal of the operations director of the Reforma newspaper. Uh, the Reforma newspaper is one of the most important in the country. So uh, this uh, was uh, very uh, important for, uh, for the, uh, for the uh, women's organization. Um, and well, uh, this is uh, how a collective organization uh, with these two, uh, two examples uh, once again uh, proved that, uh, to, to be more effective than uh, isolated and individual actions. Uh, we have uh, more such examples within high schools where we have uh, participated this year, uh, last year, sorry, uh, with the uh, Revolutionary Women uh, League. Uh, our actions uh, have not stopped just in uh, anonymous complaints uh, because we promote a process of collective organization that uh, have led to, uh, to school uh, assemblies uh, where students uh, participate in, in plans and actions to eradicate uh, violence uh, against uh, women within uh, schools and uh, to punish uh, harassers and, and bullies. And this process uh, raised the awareness level of, uh, of students and uh, strengthened uh, the need of, uh, for organization to, uh, to combat these uh, and other problems that they, uh, that they have. So uh, these are the organization methods of the working class, and those are uh, the revolutionary methods that we demand. Well, now uh, I'm going to talk about um, the, uh, the Mexican situation. Uh, the 2018 elections were uh, an important uh, political uh, watershed uh, for, for, Me for Mexico. Uh, the fourth transformation with, uh, with López Obrador in the, in the presidency, uh, he's a president who arrives with a mass support that uh, it was impossible for the bourgeoisie to, uh, to use its uh, traditional tool of electoral fraud because the vote for AMLO was, was really massive. 
So, and now we have a progressive reformist and leftist uh, government, which, uh, however, uh, does not pretend to break with capitalism and has been very clear in this respect. Uh, AMLO wants to uh, apply the uh, hackneyed uh, strategy of class conciliation, conciliation in Latin America. And uh, this uh, makes clear that uh, there will be problems that cannot be solved by further uh, reforms as they are intimately linked to the uh, contradictions of the capitalist system. And violence against women um, is one of those uh, problems because even they declare a, a gender a violence alert all over the country, uh, build uh, safe uh, houses uh, for victims of abuse, uh, public transportation uh, exclusively for women, alarm uh, buttons in the, in the streets, uh, gender violence protocols at universities, uh, police with gender pr uh, perspective, uh, etc. Uh, this uh, may uh, mitigate the violence, but uh, this will not be able to eradicate the violence. Uh, for this, it will be necessary to uh, completely break the uh, uh, the material basis of the of the oppressions that uh, that uh, generates inequality and poverty. So this means to fight against capitalist system, something that uh, the reformist AMLO is not willing to do. Actually, uh, about uh, the issue of uh, violence against uh, women. Uh, the actions of the federal uh, government have been uh, regrettable since they uh, have uh, minimized uh, the problem. Uh, the president uh, also has uh, even uh, made a declaration saying that uh, violence has uh, decreased and uh, that Mexican families are all in harmony. Well, during the pandemic, uh, calls to the 911 uh, for uh, family uh, violence uh, increased. So uh, this is a, a complete uh, lie of the president. Uh, he has uh, attempted to uh, fudge the issue uh, and, and divert attention by claiming that the right wing has uh, infiltrated the, uh, the women's movement in order to attack his government, which it contains a grain of truth, as we have already explained it, uh, but if the right wing can hang on to the women's demand, it is because it is real and uh, is uh, felt by a large part of the population because it exists and nobody is doing anything to solve the problem. So it is undeniable that um, we still uh, have a lot to learn uh, in women's uh, movement. But uh, it is also very necessary to expand uh, our theoretical and political training, which uh, the movement uh, lacks in order to, uh, to lead it uh, to, to a victory. So uh, the goodwill and reforms of the government uh, will uh, not be enough. As Lenin said, uh, capitalist, capitalism is a horror without end. And to end with the horror a Mexican woman face, uh, it is necessary to end a capitalism uh, throughout uh, the entire world. Um, well, as, as we said, uh, one of the main uh, causes of the increase in violence against women in Mexico is the process of social uh, decomposition uh, that was uh, generated by the war uh, against uh, the drugs cartels, uh, which has uh, led to a civil war against people, uh, Jude and, and women in, in particular. 
So uh, we have to recognize that uh, the main consumer of drugs is, uh, is the United States. Uh, perhaps there is no uh, real awareness of uh, all the women's blood that lies uh, behind each gram of drugs. Uh, drugs uh, have become uh, necessary for many in the United States because it is a way to, uh, to evade the, the, the reality of precarious uh, living conditions. So uh, that, uh, that is why the working class in the United States uh, must also fight against the oppression of capital that, as in Mexico, ends, uh, ends up in a, in a few hands, uh, leaving the rest of the, of the population in conditions of hunger and, and violence. So it is clear that uh, last week uh, presidential elections in the United States are, are not going to, uh, to represent a substantial change uh, for uh, the quality of life of American workers. Uh, this, uh, this doesn't uh, mean that uh, Biden is going to be better than Trump with uh, regards to Latin American uh, countries uh, oppressed by imperialism. Um, and that is uh, why uh, uh, both our countries will continue to suffer the, uh, the hardships and exploitation of the imperialist uh, bourgeoisie that fits on the, on the suffering of, of our class. So uh, we cannot expect a change in the conditions of women either. Uh, for example, Trump was uh, always uh, characterized by uh, his uh, misogynistic uh, attitude. Uh, in addition, he, uh, he faced at least uh, 26 complaints of sexual uh, harassment. And uh, we need to, uh, to get rid of this uh, nefarious character. Uh, but, uh, however, uh, Biden is not uh, much different since uh, he has also been uh, denounced by uh, on several uh, occasions of harassment against women and girls. Uh, we cannot expect that the perpetrators of sexist uh, violence will defend women. So uh, there is no way out uh, of the growing violence under the rule of capital and its political representatives. So it is necessary for our class to organize itself uh, independently. Uh, it is necessary to uh, unite our forces uh, to, uh, to build an, an alternative for a revolutionary struggle, for the struggle for socialism. So. Um, we can smash uh, the material basis of oppressions and uh, lay the, the foundations for, uh, for the building of a new society where men and women of the working class can work together to overco uh, overcome uh, the vices and prejudices that uh, were instilled for the, uh, for the benefit uh, of a private uh, property. Uh, so, um, Overthrowing uh, the capital uh, has uh, become a question of life or death uh, for, for Mexican women, and only the working class and, uh, and a world revolution will be able to grant true justice to all uh, our friends, sisters, and mothers, and working women whose, uh, whose lives were, uh, were taken. Um, we, uh, from Mexico, we demand uh, justice for Sara Abigail and Bianca, uh, they were uh, victims of a uh, femicide close to our organization. And uh, we have to say, if they touch one, we all respond. So, uh, forward, comrades, uh, workers of the world, unite. Thanks for listening to Socialist Revolution Podcast. 
In the coming days, we'll be publishing the remaining sessions from our recent National Marxist School, so make sure that you stay tuned for that. Please share the podcast with your friends, your family, on social media. Make sure you click the subscribe button, give it a five-star rating. And if you liked what you heard, why not reach out and get involved? You can visit socialistrevolution.org to find out more. Uh, you'll find links to subscribe to our magazine, to donate, and to join us in the fight for socialism in our lifetime. 